calling all campers, Leslie Samuel here, your camp director, back again to get you pumped up for something awesome. It's that time again, it's time for Creator Camp 2024. We took everything you loved from last year and stepped it up a notch. Yet we're back and better and man oh man, we're excited to have you join us. Now you may be asking, what's in store for this year's Creator Camp? Well, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine an epic kickoff party where new friendships spark and old ones rekindle. Imagine rubbing shoulders with not just the awesome workshop leaders, but also the amazing Ecamm team. Imagine having interactive, hands-on sessions where industry leaders share insights in fields that you're passionate about. Well, you just imagine Creator Camp 2024. Reconnect with the Ecamm fam, and of course, meals and beverages are all a part of your journey with us. Expect exciting activities and local excursions. What is it gonna be this time? Wine tasting, scavenger hunt, an evening of stargazing? <laughs> I'm not telling, at least not yet. This year's Creator Camp isn't just an event, it's an adventure. The Ecamm fam is taking over Amesbury, Massachusetts again, and trust me, you wanna be right there in the middle of the magic. So pack up your essentials, your laptop, your camera, and of course, your energy, and gear up for an unforgettable escapade at Creator Camp 2024. We can't wait to see all your smiling faces back together again. We'll see you at Creator Camp. Let's do this. and welcome to another edition of The Flow. Check it out. Guess what, Kates? This is our first show after our one-year show. So this is one year and one show. <laughs> one year and one uh -huh. show. One year and one show, and this time we brought LD with us from yeah. Shore. Hi, LD. Hey, Doc. Listen, hey, Katie. people, we're going to talk about some things. We're in the studio today prepping for camp. So we thought we'd cover some podcast studio questions. And of course, if you have any audio questions, we have the Maven from Shore. She knows all yeah. about audio. And I got something brand new to show you guys. It's a secret. It's in my hand. Yes. I'll show you in just a wee little bit. <laughs> but um, just in case you're brand new around these parts and you've been living under a piece of granite, I'm in the East Coast. I am Doc Rock, community manager at Ecamm, along with my awesome co-host. Hey, everyone. I'm Katie. And on this side. I'm Laura. Yeah, I was like, man, she forgot who she was. Where am I? Where am I? Where We're am all, I? It's very surreal to all be in person. So if you're just listening, normally Doc is in Hawaii, Laura's in Connecticut, mm -hmm. I'm here in Massachusetts. And now everyone is all together in one space. It's like a very exciting, surreal. I just felt like singing Lip Biscuit all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, together now. Oh, oh wow. Gosh. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we are here today and we'll be talking all things studio. We've been working hard, diligently getting our studios set up mm -hmm. for camp. I got something cool. When LD popped in, she showed me two cool things. One, you guys can't know about, oh, but nice. then. <laughs> Way to tease them big time. You know I like to do that. You do. This thing to which I am holding in my hand, which you can't see because of this monitor, is phenomenal. <laughs> so this is an MVX2U. Yes. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. And just dropped today, It right? did. Today. It did. This morning. Brand Nubian. 
Okay, so what this is, is if you have something like a SM58 or SM57, even the SM7B, you can power the SM7B with this? Yes. Shut the front door. Yes. What the frog? I know. Okay. So <laughs> expletives, sorry, children. Um, <laughs> with a little bit of children's, cover your ears. Cover so what this thing would allow you to do is it's a USB preamp for a mic. So if you have a regular analog dopeness, you can just this onto the bottom. There's a USB C doohickey mm-hmm. right here mm-hmm. and a monitor doohickey, and it works with the Shure Motive desktop app. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> How many times? How long would it take? I've never said that on air. I've never done a shore pun. (laughs) And now I did it with Ecamm. It's pretty great. (laughs) My record was pristine. (laughs) We're going to cut that into a soundbite and use it all. Don't. You better not. I'm not coming to creator camp. Dude, that is super funny. And yes, Paul, I am an expert at dangling hints. And that's the point. It's called the tease. You should do this. And you do your shows. You leave a hook and then you leave them hanging. They got to come back. There was a guy. The guy who invented that, his name was Cliff. (laughs) <laughs> we'll tell you about him next week and then yeah we'll tell you about him <laughs> nice katie whoa well done whoa douche or shall we say summer's Eve? she killed that that was awesome that was so cliff left the audio industry and then he started making energy bars but oh, nice this thing is super cool and how much is something like this yes 129 that is what u.s dollar shut dollar the front door i know what the frog so yeah so it can power dynamic mics like what doc is using the sm7b it will power that it has the gain boost so you can accomplish that and it will also provide phantom power for condenser mics nice. which you would not want to use in this space because if you hear me <laughs> i am all up on this mic so that you're not hearing as much of the room but these yes. two are not as friendly with their mic as i am so oh i always I mean, my i have to change my covers all the time because i'm always and i have a dry lip because i'm always rubbing it here because i'm wow. always like missing people yeah because i i'm glad you mentioned that one of the things that I try to explain, and I know, let me see if Tati's in here, because me and her fight about this. Okay. I'm like, you have to eat the mic because that's what eliminates your room noise it is. more than anything else. When you back up, the mic starts listening to the room. Right. But when you're sitting right here, you don't hear as much of the room noise and your large melon is blocking the diaphragm when you're not talking. Well, and you know, microphones, as beautiful as they are, are dumb. They're not going to know to listen better. When you back off. So that's why you got to be right, up close and personal. You gotta, yeah, I'm I like to get in there. See? And the mic. <laughs> you won't hear the room. Like if I talk like that, this. And a lot of people make fun talk. of that presence sound that people like to call it. Everybody started making up words for stuff that we always had words for, but we just didn't use them because you just did it. You just followed the rules. All the new people came out with feelings. And I'm like, yeah, audio is physics, bro. It don't know nothing about your feelings. <laughs> feelings. It doesn't care. <laughs> nothing <laughs> more than feeling yes. well this is going to be a big part of creator camp so this is yeah, it oh, this yeah is we a, shouldn't tell them everything. this is a teaser for any of you who are coming and uh, just an extra and information an for those of you who are coming because no <laughs> and an explanation for those of you who aren't so this space this ecam studio space that we're in is actually three different rooms and the room that we're in right now is ginormous it used to be a yoga studio so it's beautiful it's got like 10-ish windows, big, beautiful windows. It's a big space. It's got, but like so many surfaces, right? You have like the shiny fake wood floor and all Mm -hmm. of the windows. And there's like metal pipes up above us. 
And what it else has we got? All we the got audio challenges. All of the audio ch- high ceilings, all of the audio challenges. So one yes. of the things that Laura is here to help us with today as we do prep work for our creator camp is thinking through all of the different ways that we can sound proof. We'll use that like in quotations, mm-hmm. but like help, help make the sound better for different kinds of studios. Cause we know that I'm here in this space most times, but you know, you might be in an office or a, a bedroom that you've converted or Maybe it's a garage or like a above the garage space. That's what Laura's in, right? It's like an above you the garage. You hear room. It is, how yeah. bad the room is the most when the boys are streaming the Q and A because they put the mics like in, <laughs> in, in Salisbury. That's <laughs> a yeah. whole other town over, and they yell across the table, and that's when I hear how bad it is the most. And you know, I just thought of LD. These bells that the lights are in, they oh, probably also dang. pose a challenge because the sound just hits it, spins around in there and just right reflects back right back down. So yeah, when you guys come to camp, you're going to get a chance to see all of the weirdness that's in this space. And if we can make this space sound good, which mm-hmm. we're going to show you at camp, you're going to be able to take that knowledge home and do whatever you want and you'll mm-hmm. figure out some cool tricks. Yeah. So. And we're not just going to talk about like all the pre-made more expensive things that you can buy, but also what you can do with what you have. DIY. What you can do with DIY stuff. So yeah, there's a lot that's, that's possible. And we've talked a couple of times. So again, if you're not coming to camp, but you want a couple of just tips, even something like having, which of course I haven't yet done, but having like towels, right? On the mm-hmm. desk, that mm-hmm. helps. Towels totally help on the desk mm-hmm. because your desk is a hard surface and it's reflective. And what a lot of folks don't realize, which is also super bad for most of us, most of us are talking into a 27, 32 inch, 40 inch monitor, like right behind us. So <laughs> yeah. you're talking at a flat plastic surface and it bounces face. directly bouncing. back. So even using like a decent windscreen can help with some of that, mm-hmm. but there's other things that you can do to break up that monotony. And the towel on the desk really does help. All well, right. and, and the other thing too, is if you're using a dynamic mic and that's gonna actually block the sounds. Yes. It's, yep. a it's a cardioid. So that's the cardioid pattern, but dynamic mics work a little bit harder. You have to put a little bit more physical energy, acoustical energy into them to make the diaphragm work and get the signal down. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's going to block more things coming in from the rear and sides of the mic. So that's why you want to use a dynamic mic if you're in a reverberant space such Mm, as this. Definitely in this space. So definitely dynamic mic if you're in this kind of space. Towels, keeping the microphone as close as possible to Mm -hmm. you. Any other pro tips on the... And then also remembering to talk off axis just a little bit as opposed to like this because you'll get plosives. Although these mics are good, so they don't. These mics are super good at plosives. Just a little shout out to the MV7 and the SM7B. Well, two (laughs) things that's really cool about this is the capsule is further back in the bell. Mm -hmm. So you don't hit the plosives as hard. And because we use SM7B covers on the MV7, Mm -hmm. we added another inch. Yeah, you did. You really did. It was just accidental, but it just looks good. Uh, So yeah, this has been really fun setting up for camp and sort of rethinking what's out there for people, podcasting. And I've been thinking a lot about people that need to be mobile because I have been on the road like Mm -hmm. boss and I'm going to go to (laughs) podcast movement. So I'm still be on the road. So that's where cool things like the MV88 plus come in really, really handy. And I was watching Michelle stream the other day and she had a really cool creator on and the girl's like, well, I don't like doing this certain topics on my phone because the audio is bad. And I'm like, 
That's super simple to solve. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Solvable problem. Like, that is yes. easily. Let me send you a link. S H U dot R E slash Doc Rock 88. In <laughs> I know what it is. Off the there top you of go. My head. Oh, Look at there you. you. Go. The, the benefit of short, um, of short links. This is a great question coming in from Kimberly. Shout out to Kimberly. It was really kind to let us reschedule for her show in a couple of weeks. But, um, but she's asking about carpeting, which we actually have on our list and have been talking about. Yes. Does yes. carpeting help in this kind 100%. of space? 100%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right here, right now, we like pathetically only have this really small like area. It's actually it's, quite large. I guess. It's a really scheme. big room, but it's an it's a area rug that normally would go yeah. under like a dining room table. So it's helping a little bit, but there's no rug directly under this desk and no. it's not definitely not taking up the whole space. So That's carpet like, tiles are a great option too. Like, oh yeah, you can get those sometimes from carpet stores. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because then you can swap them in and out. You can create kind of a cool pattern with them if you want to get a little mm-hmm. funky. Um, the other thing that works really good, um, Luis has in spades, is the <laughs> Harbor Freight like oh. tool cushions. Oh, but people thought. buy them what? for their kids' room and for the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like um, the little like um, puzzle pieces. Have you seen those like little? Yeah, like, they're like, giant puzzle pieces, pieces. Yeah. and they come in. I think it's four feet by four feet. No, that's it's not really that big. good idea. That's big. how big are they, Luis? It's not four feet those by are four like feet. Like one by one, I'd say. That's bigger than that. Really? Yeah, I think they're twenty-four by twenty-four. That sounds a little bit. Okay. Sounds yeah. a little bit nicer. And this is another great question coming in from George. So, and this is another thing we've been talking about thinking through there. So, yes, having artwork on the walls mm-hmm. can actually help with any of this kind of sound treatment because you can put felt you were saying behind them or um, like so, batting that you would stuff yeah. a pillow with mm-hmm. or you can use a moving blanket yep. that's even better so yep. you have like cute artwork that really makes your space yours, what are you helping the sound but you're dampening it's going to absorb yeah. the sound so yeah i mean you'd have to do several of those to make a real impact but Cutting down on the floor reflections, any way you can bring your ceiling level a little bit lower in terms <laughs> yeah. of like just cutting back on the, the reflections is going to help. So in this space, so we have these like, um, just trying to count, it looks like two, I guess three if you count the side one, but these like metal pipes, HVAC right? things. Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering like if we were to just put some kind of like sound dampening you material sound dampening foam one. over top of just the one that's above here, would that help like to yeah. keep it? Okay. Yeah. I'm, it's metal I mean, and it's reflective. But it's also curved, so that kind of helps it a little bit. When you clap loud, you can hear the reflection just like round trip this room. Yeah, it's, oh, hard it's, yeah. it's like F1 in here. <laughs> you don't want to like ruin the vibe of the, the, vibe space, of the space either, space, but yeah. right above here would probably be fine. To so for people things. that, okay, so here's the funny thing, and people forget about this. It's not that complicated. You go into any office space, and what do they have? A drop, drop ceiling. ceiling. Yes. And what is on the drop ceiling? Acoustic tiles. Yes. Why? Because they're acoustic tiles. The last time Luis was here, I was showing him in the different restaurants. All the treatments. Because a lot of places now are trying to be vibey and they want it to look like this. Yeah. Like the open oh, air and whatever. But, it's loud. but those loud. places are freaking loud and you can so barely loud. hear yourself. And then they try to bring in live music and the spaces sound horrendous. And I remember pointing that out to Luis because there's a restaurant that we go to at home that I absolutely love the food, but I can't sit in there for more than 15 minutes because all of the different conversations are going on. And this is going to sound stupid, but we have conversations going on in English. And then because of the tourist location, we have conversations going on in Spanish, Korean, and Japanese. (laughs) And my brain understands all of that. And I'm just like, ah, I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Which one am I listening to? I, yeah, it, it really, really bothers me. And so if they would just put bats in the ceiling, not that kind of bats, but like, <laughs> bats you know, in the belfry. like, bats um, in the, he's, yeah, like uh, soundproofing bats, that would help some of that. Mm-hmm. So even something as crazy as Pink Panther Owens Corning, Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. people do is just wrap that with the stretch fabric that you can get from oh, yeah, you um, from Walmart. Yeah. So you, you don't even have to build a frame for it, which is where most people stop, is because building a frame, if you're not a wood person, that's, that's going to be, be challenging. Yeah. But you can get the fabric from Walmart, you lay it down, wear long sleeves and gloves when you do this, you wrap the fabric over it, you can staple or pin the fabric, even hot glue it, and you take that whole, like, <laughs> you know, what is that guy at the clearance sale? The oh, wild the, wiggly, the wiggly yeah. man. Yeah. Air sock. Stick it to the ceiling too. with some 3M and you're good to go. And that would really just If help. you were able to follow that tutorial, please email me because that was freaking... <laughs> Did you get any of that? Owens Corning, Pink Panther, and the wiggly guy from the, the clearance. The wiggly guy. Well, that's what it's called, right? The oh, Owens, Corning, Owens, Owens Corning, Corning is Pink the Panther. is the fiberglass. Yeah. And that's in acoustic panels. And you can get some of those online. Yes. They're a little yeah. bit more expensive. But you can also do it with some, you know, have you ever seen those like canvas sails that yes. people hang over their yeah. deck? Yes. If you're trying to look cute and keep the aesthetic, you could do that with a thicker kind oh, of canvas. Really smart idea. You could, we could absolutely do something like that in here. Yeah. yeah. Just Sail, drape it. This is how Yeah. It, it adds a pop of color too. Could add pop a pop of, of color. color. Sorry, you just go to red. Whatever your palette is. <laughs> yes. Pictures will not be provided. Uh, no. no. Yeah, I like the idea with the sales because you can actually make your space look dope. You can do some things with that. Yes. Which is also why in um, the Australia thing, Sydney Scoop Amphitheater. Opera House. Opera House. Opera House. Yeah. There we go. That's what it is. They, they have those sales. <laughs> they do. Sorry. They La- do. Laura's here to, uh, to, to, to translate. Doc. To translation, doc translation tool. Oh I haven't gosh. been to Australia yet. No, but so go, to, go to Pinterest and look at Canvas sales or... It's more for outdoor deck shade kind of treatments, but you could get you could get creative with that. Yeah, Katie and I are See, you do some big time crazy. fans of Pinterest boards because <laughs> we're that old. You yeah, know, that's what we like. I don't even know what are kids. You use? need you need they like a Pinterest visual. Board? They're not they're not there yet. They're not buying houses and renovating spaces and they're not doing all of this. But I hope it's still there for them because I love it. <laughs> Pinterest. I'm not afraid to say it. It is though. Like it has been an interesting process in this space trying to think through how to make it the most useful for what we're doing and the most useful for what we plan on doing for creator camp and beyond. So, you know, we're really trying not to, we could do something like there are some amazing people in our community who, who like are professional studio builders or who have like these really incredible spaces. And part of me is like, Oh, that would be so fun to like, you know, hire a team to come in and like completely make this, this like, you know, super incredible, like, really professional looking studio. But I think part of our goal here really is to be this test space where people can come in and see like attainable options. So we're really trying to think through like, what's possible for the Katie's of us to be able to pull off and actually use and replicate, you know, with some things that are bigger and more expensive, but some things that are like completely doable on your own, even if you have a really low budget or you're thinking through different kinds of use cases too. Like by and large, this is kind of the space where we do most of our streaming, but we do classes sometimes with like middle school or high school students to teach them about podcasting and video Mm -hmm. production. So we need like, you know, a couple of like spaces where we can have more people and we can play around and move without tripping over wires and causing issues. We need like a minimal space we're doing out in the kind of the other room out through the door here. So you can kind of see what's possible 
if you have like, a, you know, a desk in your house and that's like it, that's all the space that you are able to allot to this. Like, what do you, yeah, so how do you make it put awayable and, yeah. and movable and then mobile? And yeah. And then we're going to do a whole like audio room. So we're going to really play around with a lot of the treatment stuff, which I think. Will so be fun. this actually helps, believe it or not. And something that I've been screaming at is I think it's a shame that people in our country don't read books anymore. Amen. But um, books yeah. actually help. Yeah. because they're full of Make paper. Book they dampen. So you can actually go to Ikea, get a bookshelf, and then put some books on it and actually read them. Yes, and, <laughs> not just prop books. Yeah, not just prop books, not shelf help. But uh, yeah, if you, if you fill a bookshelf that's in your space, especially in the side or anywhere near um, windows, you know, and people don't want to cover their windows because they need that light. But here's what I found. In my old space, I used to have this. We don't have Michael's where I live. We have Ben Franklin, which is yeah. called Home Something here. Home Sense. No, but it's, I think you home guys. Home Goods? Home you, Goods? Not Home Goods. It's, um, it's <laughs> sim, Home Mart, House Mart. Home Mart, House Mart, something like that. But oh. it's, we call it Ben Franklin at home anyway. I don't know that one. Uh, but um, I know Ben Franklin. So it's, it's, <laughs> oh, you guys been Franklin? I've been to Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah, same thing. They don't oh. have them locally, but I, I feel like which somewhere. Which is weird because he's from here. Kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, what you can do is I got a giant piece of foam. So my window was uh, basically 36 by 36 square. And I got two giant pieces of foam that I would just push it in there when I do my recordings. And when I'm done, pull them out and <laughs> just throw yeah. them in the corner. Exactly. So you can use the window when you need the window. And mm. the foam doesn't weigh anything. If you bought anything big, you probably got one free in a box with the table you mm. picked up from Ikea. Mm -hmm. But you can legit just stick it in there now. And then when you're done, take it out. And so, boom. All right. So let's talk a little bit about lighting. We see some questions coming in. So yes. if you're listening, you'll have to humor me as I talk you through this. But behind, <laughs> behind us, we have a, a bookcase. Literally, I think this one's from Wayfair, but you can get them, obviously, like Ikea, Walmart, wherever else you feel like shopping. But on this, we have a, a number of different kinds of lights and like fun props. So people are asking what kinds of lights there are. These are like the Edison bulbs. So you can actually see like the filament in them, which is kind of cool. And you can change that yes. up. These ones were from Etsy. And I'm a big fan of like the wood metal and light. So I, mm -hmm. I've got a whole bunch of different varieties of those just from Etsy. There's tons of creators on there that make really cool pieces. So yeah, like something with a little bit of funky character that meets like your personality works. But that's what these ones are. And then we also have a couple of like neon and neon-esque lights that I'm planning on moving. So we have like this live one we'll probably will hang in a different space, either either above this bookcase or on a different wall. We just got a new Ecamm Fam one, which I'm really excited about. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. It's an, it's an Ecamm orange, so we'll have to hang that on one of our walls. And then we have, yeah, as Doc said, we have a bunch of the Nanlite Pavo tubes. So we have two long ones that are laying on the floor at the bottom that kind of pipe up some of that blue light. It doesn't actually show as much as I would love it to. Like we probably could put them a bit we higher to make them. them. And then we also, they're charging right now, so they're not on the shelf, but we have the shorter, like the little mini Pavo tubes. Mini Pavo tubes. And those ones are great for just, again, like putting on the bookshelf and you can change the color of them. Um, those are great too. Like I carry those back and forth between here and my and I my carry them home. in my suitcase when I travel. Yeah. I have my home two studio, Pavo like, tubes. I've seen that actually. You've shown yeah. Yeah. Like, they're on mine are on these tricks. these little like Manfrotto stands. So they're pixie like stands. pixie stands. So they're great. Like you can you can like take them on the stand, take them off the stand. They have magnets on them, so you can like attach them to walls. They're really and you versatile. Can do Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> they're really, really versatile. So they're they're a great option. Um, this is a great question that came in. How bright can a quote unquote normal light be? 
So it looks the same on video as it does in person. Our normal light should look the same in video as it does in person out the gate. If it doesn't, your camera is not properly exposed. So these are exactly as bright as they look in the picture because this camera is properly exposed. We that, should. Is, that is not a light situation. That is called learning your exposure <laughs> triangle situation. Yeah. Um, yes. But I, we will say that like the overhead lighting in this space, which is like not the best. It's like the Ooh, fluorescent. Yeah. Fluorescent lighting. That's off. when Yeah. We are yeah we turn it I, I always tell everybody, whatever you have in your house that's overhead, start with that mess off and mm -hmm. work your studio around that. You almost never want to use them because they're horrible. They look bad. They flicker. Not all the same. Now, what most people in our community struggle with is people underestimate how much light you actually need to mm. do a showgram like this. Mm. We have a 150 watt light that is literally Katie can flick it with her hand. And then we have a 60 watt side fill <laughs> light that LD can flick with her hand. Well, she got short arms. I do. I can touch it. Tyrannosaurus Rex. T-Rex arms. <laughs> so even then, for all intents and purposes, it's actually small lights for this amount of space. And people freak out when they see this with the 48 inch dome. But anybody that has ever had the opportunity to watch a movie production or mm -hmm. that did stage in school, Lights are massive. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are buying these little cubes and go, oh, I'm going to make my picture look good. And I'm like, no, you're not because <laughs> there's not enough light. You actually need to remember what we're doing with lights is controlling shadows mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and lights, manufactured lights for every scenario are attempting to duplicate the sun. Yes. <laughs> so. As a famous poet, Ed Lover, once said, come on, son, you can't use little small lights and then try to make your stuff look good. Mm -hmm. So Educational Fire, my advice is give us a little bit more information about the type of lights that you're using to light your scene. Mm -hmm. And from there, I can give you way better information on how to adjust your practicals. That's what these things are called in the back. Any lights that you have on in your picture that aren't really there for brightness, but are more for vibeness, real word. Um, <laughs> that information yeah. of what your master lights are, I can give you a better idea of what you need. More than likely, you probably need to crank that sucker up. And the last thing I'll add to that before I stop soapboxing <laughs> is your camera is probably set to auto ISO. Mm -hmm. Turn that off. Set your ISO. For most people in our group, you want to be 200, 400, maybe six. You never want to be higher than eight. If your ISO is higher than 800, you do not have enough light. Mm -hmm. Now, what's cool is about six manufacturers just dropped sub $100, 99, amazing <laughs> lights that will basically equal the 60 that are quite amazing. Dan said, how important is it to match the tone of your light to the natural light outside? Hmm. It's not. We don't care about the natural light mm -hmm. outside. I said that yesterday. Well, you, know, you might not have been there. <laughs> Whenever possible, you want to ignore the outside light. I don't know why all of these people are like, oh, you can be so cute. Start up in front of the window. The natural lighting makes your skin glow. It does. It does. <laughs> then you're standing in front of a window, which is going to reflect. Listen, we started like this show <laughs> at... Not quite an hour ago, 
the light outside has changed and it will continue changing yes. and it's New England thunderstorming right now. Mm-hmm. And then when it stops, the clouds will move and it'll get bright outside. So your picture is all over the map because you're trying to be cute and use outside light because you don't want to spend a hundred bucks on a grown man light. Buy a light and ignore the outside. As a matter of fact, if it was up to me, I would shut every one of these windows in here. Luckily, these aren't doing much for what we're doing because right. I built a light cone for the space that we're in. Those out lights have nothing to do with our picture. That being said, we probably should have, and I always forget to do this, but I should set myself like a little checklist or reminder to close the blinds. Yeah. Not so much for the light, but for the sound. For the sound, because it stops the glass from mm-hmm. reflecting. So yeah, closing your drapes, like George said, dropping your blinds. These blinds are acoustic will also help with some of the sound, but we don't really care about that outside light. It has nothing to do with us. And I, I really, really wish people would stop telling each other, oh, you can just use the window light. Because I've seen the streams where it's all fine, and then it, all of a sudden there's a can light storm. And should or are a, different. Cl- yes. a cloud rolls in. You can. For Zoom calls, like it's cute. Okay. Yeah. Like if you have a natural. Or you're doing light. a reel. You're doing a reel in the well, natural yeah, light. I mean, even that. But like if you're doing work calls all day, like I do, I, ha- I used to have my setup in front of the window, and it was great. And then I started doing a lot of live streaming and I was like, well, this is just not. This is not going to work. You got to control that light. Yeah. Yeah. And I have actually Roman shades in my space Mm because we have two big like six foot windows. Oh, wow. They're huge. huge. And so these Roman shades have this very heavy fabric on the back Mm -hmm. to be blackout curtains, but also they are blocking all the reflections from those enormous windows. So So I also want to I want to help. This is not really a dang question, but I want to take this one off the table. There are a lot of people in our industry that are colorblind and it doesn't matter. There you go. It doesn't matter whatsoever. Why? We have meters. We have numbers. We're working with numbers. I don't care what it looks like. And the reason why is the MacBook screen is phenomenal. This LG across the table is phenomenal. This LD is phenomenal. (laughs) But if you happen to have bought a Costco monitor or you're at somebody's house and they got some janky monitor from Tatung, like you're trying to adjust a picture to what the monitor looks like. We don't care. I don't just audio by looking at, oh, those meters look right. I look at the actual numbers and I listen. Right. Right. And so Katie's Roadcaster doesn't have the broadcast numbers turned on. But on mine, I leave the broadcast numbers on. <laughs> you can see where Katie's limitations are right no, here. Because I, I know <laughs> that visually, we it. did turn it on, but I think the, the boys did turn something and reset all the settings because oh, it's missing. But I use <laughs> actual numbers. I never, I don't trust the science any of that. So I don't auto white balance. I white balance with my white balance card. And then I know that my camera in my office is 5100. I don't even think about it. I just set it to 5100. Because I metered it, I know what the answer is, right? I know that I want the ISO to be at 200. So I'm not worried about the days where I have a headache, my eyes aren't working. Mm -hmm. Or after I got Lasix, I couldn't see good for a couple of days because of the blurriness, but my picture was still good. Why? Because I set everything by actual numbers. Imagine a doctor who just looked at stuff and visually guessed. They use numbers to do these things. So just like cooking or baking, You want to use those numbers. So even as a colorblind person, I could calibrate a video that would be seen to the public on a old four color monitor just by reading the meters. Mm -hmm. 
He's got skills to pay the bills, though. <laughs> I would be failing and flailing. Well, that's because it's something that you're not getting. You're doing audio right, stuff, right? I'm, I'm an audio person. Right. So same thing. Same with VU meters, right? I'm saying the equivalent of you can look at a VU meter and tell if a mix is proper or look at an EQ curve and see if the mix is proper rather than like, oh, let me listen. Because then people say that and then you switch headphones and it's so different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to monitor. That's you everything. You've got to monitor. So uh, these, there's some great questions coming through, but I think one of the most important things that I've learned over the last four years or so of doing this is that it really, really, really all comes back to basic camera and videography skills. So it's, it's not that the gear isn't awesome and important and amazing, but you could have really like, quote unquote, cheap gear that you can make better Mm -hmm. and you can have really amazing gear that you've spent tons of money on that you can make sound and look and feel awful because you don't know what you're doing so exactly like really having a good understanding of things like exposure you know the three-point lighting system like all of these kind of like google google searching and youtubing like basic videography principles basic camera principles is really going to be a great starting point start And then again, and we say this a lot, but just as a reminder for everyone in the world of live streaming, video production, podcasting, it is audio way up here. Most, most important (laughs) thing. Laura's the most important thing. Uh, Way up here. And then probably lighting. Lighting. (laughs) And then like maybe like studio setup and order and and then camera. Camera's last. Camera is last. And you can do a lot these days with your built-in camera on your phone, using yeah. like amazing apps like Camo, for example. Doc's been testing out, we'll show you in a second here, but like these new tiny cameras that have the like tracking in them are really affordable compared to what, you know, what webcams used to be back in the day, back even Yay. a year ago. So, so like you can do a lot with those cameras, which are really easy and affordable, but again, like good lighting. So I, I saw that comment come through that was like, I need a new camera and I, then I need new lighting. You need like, to make sure your audio, audio is great. Once that's good, then move to lighting. And yep. then once both those things are good, if you want to spend money to upgrade your camera, great. But mm-hmm. chances are it's not the camera that quality is looking bad on. It's like a setting. It's your lighting. It's the positioning of the camera. Mm-hmm. It's like all those other things that none of us seem to th- I, think about here, very often, but should. I want to cover this for Anthony. Anthony, this is semi-true, but not so much anymore because a lot of people are going for soul that's <laughs> the best way to soul. put it let's go in for soul okay it used to be you always wanted a three-point lighting system i rarely if ever use three-point lighting anymore but yeah, now that i think too here now here. that i yeah. think about it in my home studio i do have three-point lighting we're missing the hair light yeah yeah so <laughs> normally the one the one extra that ant's talking about which is valuable if you have it is a hair light mm-hmm. so right now especially Ooh. being this close to the background there's no lighting that really separates our bodies from the background. So what we would normally do is put a light in the back that we can almost shine down like a curtain mm-hmm. that would using cinefoil or <laughs> it's a headlight. Headlight. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's a headlight. It's a no hair light. But it really does help separate you from the background. So if you're in a position where your background is really far or whatever, Having a light behind you that basically illuminates your shoulders can really make a difference. Mm-hmm. So Ant's comment is very important. The last light, you can just add it when you get around to it. It's not an end-all, be-all. Take your, but your you ring do it, light or your cheapy good. light that you don't. And yes. That is the yes. light for now. That's what I tell all the time. If you have, you started with a ring light because we all did. Now you can use it as a hair light. Yeah. So I'm using my old 12-inch panel. 
that I thought was great. It's not great. I used a 12-inch panel as a hair light. Absolutely. Good, and good call, Ed. Laura, you, you got a question about your amazing shirt. Laura's rocking oh, my sure, shirt. sure merch. Yeah. H-U-R-E merch. Yeah, this one you can't buy, sadly. <laughs> this, is, um, <laughs> this was our NAM shirt this year, and it's the GLXD Plus, which is our latest guitar wireless system. Well, actually, it's our latest wireless system. But this one is particularly the GLXD Plus uh, guitar foot pedal. But I agree. It wireless. is a really cool shirt. There's something about like the neon green and black and white that just always looks cool. Like, sure has really good ignition shirts. Ignition green. Ignition green. It just Ooh. always, it's yeah. always fancy. I'm doing a webinar for sure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh. So not a live stream. I'm trying very hard. I'll be doing a live stream next week on the MVX2U. With Mario from Shore, if anybody's watching him. I know I saw James on here. (laughs) Um, So, but tomorrow is all about how to get better audio, video, and lighting for your live streams and podcasts. Perfect. So So jump on over. Yeah. You can go to shore.com under support. There's a little um, webinar registration link. <laughs> Please join me so I'm not talking into the ether. Oh, wait, I will be because it's not interactive as much as this one is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I'm sure, filled with helpful info. So oh, worth, yeah. worth we're going to have fun. Out. It's just me, too. So I'll be talking to myself. Basically. Yeah. And, you know, I like what Katie just said. I think a lot of people automatically want to jump to buying all kind of gear. Well, they want to set up their space, which I get. Like, they're like, okay, I want to start yes. doing this seriously. Yeah. What do I need? What I've got I to need? buy a microphone. I've got to buy a mixer. I've got to buy, you know, computer. All Like, they want to set up the space. But then maybe this is just me. But I feel like there's a point where you start where you're like, okay, I have this new home office. I have my desk. Now I have my computer. Now I'm like thinking through all the things that I need. And it's sort of like this paralysis moment where you're like, yes. okay, like I, my camera needs to go here and I have these lights and I know I need to, like, you try to think through like where to position it. And what I have to remind myself, and I, I do this almost every episode because I'm constantly moving my gear around. <laughs> like I'm bring, bringing it back and forth between offices or like throwing it in my backpack to take places. Now I'm like, you know, I have like the light like here, like my like hair light. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's too bright here. And I'm constantly looking at the camera and touching my face. And I'm like, that's this one. I got to yes. move this light I in. I too. And then I got to move it back. And then I'm like, I have the markings on the floor, but I still, I don't know, I must move around. It's a small space. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, you know, too, I'm like, okay, the microphone is here. The camera's here, the light like I have here. And I'm like, no, I'm shiny. I've got to like shift this one over. Oh yeah. It's not that hard to unless make you're those 15, little adjustments. Like, unless you're 15, then light should never be directly in front of your face. That is for 15-year-old <laughs> wannabe cosmetologian people. Cosmetologist. Like, wow. The light directly in front of the face looks so bad. Yeah. And it makes your face look flat. It loses all sort of dimension. And it's just really whack. Yes. You should almost always be 30 to 45 degrees mm-hmm. angle That's on one side of your with. face, like we're doing That's, right now. Yeah. And that creates the Rembrandt triangle. And you get the right amount of like eye socket look. And you don't have like circles. your eye sockets are disappeared. I just have to remember, I just have to look up like this the entire time. 
Yeah. You just, How do I look? Is, do I look fresh well, and dewy? What you can do for dewy, if you insist, is if you do put the white <laughs> towel on the desk, guess what the white towel does? Uh, it reflects. It reflects the light and it kills the reflection of Pro the sound. Tip. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Or you're just like me and you keep this like... I white have this little. Everyone. No, I know yeah. I have this little compact. like Small right, light. I have like yeah. a little two-layer desk and I keep the compact right there oh. and I'm always like, oh my God, I'm going on in five seconds. And I grab it and I'm like... Yeah, you you don't yeah. want to be shiny. Shiny. So but it's, it's the white like, melamine desk was so much brighter in my studio, mm, and I oh. switched it because it was starting to blind me because my lights are so bright. <laughs> it's horrible. So I went to the wood Sounds desk. Dramatic. But if you put a white towel down there, or even just white cardboard, or just spread some papers out right before you record, that will fill you up from the chin. If you have like a couple extra chins, <laughs> not related to Eden, uh, then you just. <laughs> I'm glad you guys caught that joke. Uh, I was like, wait, are we insulting Eden? Oh, wait, no, no, I got it. I got no. it. <laughs> you can just, that, that will help backfill the bottom of your face and take some of that shadow off and make Eden. you look better. But yes. like you never, ever, ever want to have a direct on. And now that Eden mentioned this, guys, you too. Powder. Powder. You can powder. go to Mac and tell them I want neutral Mac powder. Mm-hmm. It's and not gonna if add you got if you got shiny face, you can just bloom, bloom, bloom. In my studio, I carry rice paper, blotting papers. blotting papers. They're super easy to get in Japan. Men in Japan, they just take care of their skin. Same in Korea. Like American <laughs> men, they think they're too macho, and then they act about how they look on camera when they get old. Hmm. Options, people. So anyway, I use a uh, blotting papers, and I'll blot first, and then because my skin definitely oils up in light. So I'll block first, but in my shooting for like shooting video for clients and going out, I have three different shades of matte powder that I bought from Mac and Smart. I just powder people up. That's right. And it's translucent, translucent, hundred percent. And it changes the way it is on camera. So people are trying to do all these tricks with their camera and special software. You don't need any of that. Just follow the rules, man. Even when you do a play or you go into the TV station, it's like, hey, we want to interview you. Let me powder you real quick. Mm -hmm. You're like, wait, what? I need makeup? Yes. They, the reason why there's, these things exist is because they work. Like, you don't have to be like, I'm doing it weird, you know? Yes, yes. exactly. And Anthony just said, which I think is a way better way of what I was trying to phrase, but you should have some allotment of time before you go live or before you're recording a video that is playtime, test time, mess around time. Like if we're going live and we sucked at this today, so we're, we're preaching yeah. from a bad space. But yep. if you say you're going live at noon, you know, from like 11 on should be just messing with your studio. Even if you'd rarely have ever touch things or move yeah, things, you, just, you still have to be comfy. You still want to be comfy. You still want to make sure like, cause there's something you're going to forget. Like you want, you know, a bottle of water near you for when you, when you get into a coughing fit or, or your mouth goes really dry yes. or you want to make sure again, like, did the cat walk by and knock one of your, you know, lights off a little bit? Like, do you want to make sure that everything looks the way that it should and test it out? And what, what's kind of cool about it, if you're an Ecamm user, which mass majority of you here watching or listening probably are, are. Well, probably okay. are, there are some like fun moments that you can use that time with. So like, once I'm all the way set up, I'm ready to go. I have like, you know, my co-host is in, we're chatting and kind of just catching up. I switch over my existing profile to vertical, which like makes all my scenes look a hot mess for a second. I go to the bottom scene, which is just called vertical video scene. And I readjust so that I'm in like that. I know my little tall area and I quickly just record a reel. Like a, I record like a under, under 60 changer. second reel 
I record it with like the two of us. I, I do a video podcast on movies. So I'm like fa- fun facts about movies. And Which we, is really good. We you do it really, <laughs> we do it really quickly. It really good. But I do that in like during the sound check every week. So then it's just done. Oh I'm gosh. not like later on thinking like, oh, I need to do this. Then I just change it back in the settings. It goes back full screen. I jump out of that scene Legend. into my normal scenes. Everything is fine. So it's not even like an extra anything, but it's kind of part of that setup done. time to be able to add your promotional stuff and get all ready. Um, and it really makes a big difference. Those videos are what draw a lot of people into the show. And we get a lot more engagement in some ways on those videos every week than I do on the main episode because they're fast and easy for people to watch. They're and easy you, to do. And you can share them smart. on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube shorts. So there's a lot of uh, ways to be able to do that. But yeah, that's like literally like you just go up to the, I'm always, it's always the wrong menu. Output, is it the output? Output, me- output menu output and change menu? it from wide to vertical yeah, or actually. tall, wide to tall. And then just switch back. What? Same profile. What? what? Under this stream Options, shape. stream shape. I've seen that. I didn't tall. see the tall. Oh Go from tall gosh. to wide and position yourself. But yeah. It's, and you're, and I normally don't even do that. Katie's way is good, but I'll show you my lazy way. And <laughs> oh. this is going to be funny. So people just deal with this. I actually take this camera right here and I just make a whole new scene. I drop this on. I switch this to tall. And then I just embiggen <laughs> it in the middle. And I and just then, and I just record it like that. And when then you, crop it? No, you don't even have to crop it because when you bring it in Instagram <laughs> oh my gosh, and stop. you fill it up, it knows where it goes. What? I mean, I mean, if you look at this picture right now, my body is in the exact same spot. It is. So if I turn this off, I haven't moved. What? Nothing's changed. So I let's record. I told Midori this the other day on a tech support call. I'm like, everybody wants to switch it, but Instagram will automatically chop it. So if the switching is messing you up, Stop switching it. But here's the other cool thing. Wow. Because you recorded 9 by 16, switch, 16 by 9, I can also use that video somewhere else later. Yes. Because yeah. it's in the regular format. Mm-hmm. So everybody got hyper-focused on setting it up for the vertical for reels. I'm like, you don't really got to do You that. just need to know where you need to be. Yeah, you yeah. just need to know where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So to Katie's point, one of the things that I have at home is I have an overlay yeah, see, mine is really overlay rich, so that's part of it. But I could do that. Like, mine yeah. has like the picture of the movie in the middle, and then right. me on top, and then like the and and my co-host on the bottom. So it's like, and so then I can just I literally just take the graphic and slide it over, so it's centered and kind of you know rearrange it a little so bit. So the but, cool thing about the overlay, which you can do now in Ecamm, which is really cool, and I'll see if I can build this for the I'll build this for the scene because it'll make a lot of sense. Is I'll first I'll add another placeholder camera, right? And then I'm going to scroll it up a little bit. So in this placeholder camera, I'm going to set it up for the same cam link that we're doing. Hit this button to bring up the camera effects. And then I'm going to take this and I'm going to hit the blur on super. You super, can't see what we're doing, but no, I can't. They, I'll explain it to everybody who wants to see this. I'll do it in the demo tomorrow. Well, Friday, Friday. and then it'll make sense. Trust okay. me, it's really neat. So now <laughs> I put this here as it is oh. so you can still see us and we're moving. And then where's my overlays? I'll go back and put back on the, not that camera. Now we're blurry on purpose. This camera, (laughs) right? And then I'll rock the tall. Squirkle? Squirkle, yeah, square circle, right? And so what that does is in Instagram, if you don't embiggen it all the way back up the full size. Embiggen? I'll find it to the center. If you don't embiggen it back up to the full size, this actually looks good that it's slightly cropped in. Because people's eyes catch this and this little blurry stuff just triggers their eyes a little bit. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks cool. So you actually go to about like this and then make your border a little bit more subtle because you're going to have text that writes over it. Okay. So you don't want your border to be as strong. So what I end up doing is taking the border off and I'll post this to IG. That little bit of extra blurriness or whatever actually gives an effect and it looks dope. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then everybody's everybody. Wow. And then nobody's crying. And then the video looks good. And you don't, you, you don't have to. Nobody's you, crying. You don't have to do any weird setups. So just make a scene that looks like that. And then you're good to go. And then you can easily move it around. So it's a little bit, to me, it's faster because I can't always switch a profile mm. if I'm live. Mm -hmm. right. But if I think of something dope in the middle of a live, I'll record a short smack that in the middle of live and tell the audience to hold their draws for a second because I'm going <laughs> to do this. Because it, it just it just saves you time, and what what Liz said is called an eye trigger, right? Now, no one's used to seeing that, yes. so now when you see it, your brain will stop. Which is why in the news they started blurring the side instead of just letting it be black oh, because it's a better yeah. eye trigger. Ah, ah, it's true. It is true. There you go. Well, I think we've just about done it because we're here in Amesbury and it's well past lunch. I am so. yes. starving. You know what I really like about today is it's not freaking six o'clock in the morning. It's not six o'clock in the morning. The starving. one thing that I did want to do before we go is for people watching. So sorry if you were listening, you'll have to jump over to the YouTube video. But I did want to show the OBSBOT camera. I pronounced it incorrectly last Correct. time. OBS bot camera. Because I, you, you did an entire stream the other day into yes. the Ekim community showing the quality. But I thought it would be fun to show a couple of the elements in the office. Well, we're we using your everything. computer and oh, you don't have the rotating twirly stuff on. I can't. We can't right now. Sorry, guys. I set up that for failure. That was a teaser. A teaser for, for failure. I mean, I could walk around with it if you want. Yeah, sure. To, to Why don't you get up and walk around? I'll just walk to circle around. the head to the top of the episode. Doc's not scared. Actually, then you, then you could show them the felt wall. The other thing that we're building right now which you can all, uh, oh, you can all appreciate. Goes. We're building a felt wall. So where's my phone? Speaking of acoustics, this one's mine. This one's Doc. Yes. Oh, you moved it over there. Okay. So one of the things that, that we looked up, and Laura said she knew the company as well, is this company called FeltRite, F-E-L-T-R-I-T-E. Mm -hmm. And you can buy these felt, like thick felt panels in a variety of different sizes that make a pattern. So if you like... If you own your space or you have a space that you can put these kinds of things up, they just stick to your wall in a pattern. Yeah. And they're really cool and they help with some of the sound treatments. So we were like, oh, we'll give it a try. But the pattern that we chose it has, been, really hard has been really complicated. So we're actively building this, this pattern. It's but if you're cool. looking for another option, it's a good one. It really like lets you do a lot of cool patterns and designs. It's not insanely expensive. And they did come off pretty easily as well. So if like, I'm sure you absolutely could wreck your wall if you try prying them off a ton, but they did go off and come back on. There we go. Look at that. I'm in preview mode yet. Oh, I didn't. No one can see. No there we go. See. Can't you see? All right. So can you see what when, we're doing? When I go over oh, there, when I move around, all you have to do is hit back. Okay. All right. And then if you hit it, it'll switch to this. You hit it, it'll switch back. Okay. Let me okay. take I know ears. how to use it, Kim. Yeah, don't walk away with your well, ears in. I just in. want to make sure that That'll be you bad. know camera I'm switching to. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we're going to send Doc quickly around the office, and then we'll close. Oh, God. All right. All right, here we go. We're switching over, Doc. You're in charge. So this is, this is our space. So you can see how big it is. We built this cool new Apple, old Apple product wall. Obsessed. Obsessed. We're obsessed with, so that we can play Oregon Trail. <laughs> which yes we do own <laughs> oh my gosh those are actually functional i thought they were those just... some of them are functional not all of them wow. some of them are functional oregon trail is there but we built that so that we can do some streams in front of that 
We have this wood wall that we built like way back a while, a couple of years ago. We'd never done any streams in front of it. So we need to start positioning more and more cameras in different spaces. <laughs> Here's us behind the monitor. There's our new duo that we just brought in. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you want to show them the felt wall? So you can, you can appreciate our, the chaos that is our felt wall. <laughs> yes. So we're getting there. It's the walls that are crooked, not the felt wall. So no one judge it's not us. Cr- you can't. No one is going to see that. People will now see. Now you pointed it out. <laughs> but the furry wall. Yeah. So so that this is the pile of of felt that you're that you're seeing right now. So it's a lot of. But you can buy larger pieces and in different shapes. So there's like, you know, there's all kinds of different things. But this is this is an homage to Doc. <laughs> this the, it this is. is the I wave. could see what it was as soon as yeah, I came in. So. Yes, it is the great wave. But that is the space. I'm going to switch back over here to Laura and I. So yeah, Yeah. that's this episode. This is the behind the scenes episode. If you're coming to Creator Camp, we cannot wait to see you. This crew will be here in this space doing a audio and video and studio workshop. So talking through like all of everything we just discussed, letting you get your hands on some cool tech. (laughs) In real life Doing some fun surprises along the way. And if you're not coming, don't worry. We are always sharing this kind of information updates. You won't get yes. quite the same vibe as being in person, but... No, nope, it's going to suck if you stay home. <laughs> but there's, there's lots of opportunities to learn, and we are always happy to answer any questions about any of this tech and gear. And yes, so this guy comes out today. MVX2U. MVX2U. So that's a really great piece of tech to pick up. If you've been like us, loving our all of our Shure microphones, Laura's going to bring a whole bunch of them to camp. So we'll I am we'll get some photos so and you can sneak try, peek videos. <laughs> you can listen to your voice because yeah. everybody's voice is different. So you want to find the mic that works. James has for got you. FOMO. We're sorry, James. Well, you have to send oh, your right, questions James. in. We'll answer your questions as best as we can. But we appreciate all of you. All right, Louise. I'll order our credits. This and every episode you can find on flow.ecam.com. That is where the podcast getting is got. And if you go there, make sure you leave a review on the Apple podcast. And this flow and every episode of the flow is brought to you by our friends at Descript. Descript is one of the apps that we absolutely love that allow you to edit your podcast the same way you would edit a Word document. So if you know how to edit a Word, you could probably edit a podcast. So just check it out. It's at Descript.com. Other than that, we'll see y'all again next week. Flow Riders Bye, everyone. Bye. Calling all campers, Leslie Samuel here, your camp director, back again to get you pumped up for something awesome. It's that time again. It's time for Creator Camp 2024. We took everything you loved from last year and stepped it up a notch. Yet yeah, we're back and better, and man oh man, we're excited to have you join us. Now you may be asking, what's in store for this year's Creator Camp? Well, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine an epic kickoff party where new friendships spark and old ones rekindle. Imagine rubbing shoulders with not just the awesome workshop leaders, but also the amazing Ecamm team. Imagine having interactive, hands-on sessions where industry leaders share insights in fields that you're passionate about. Well, you just imagine Creator Camp 2024. 
reconnect with the Ecamm fam, and of course, meals and beverages are all a part of your journey with us. Expect exciting activities and local excursions. What is it gonna be this time? Wine tasting, scavenger hunt, an evening of stargazing? <laughs> I'm not telling, at least not yet. This year's Creator Camp isn't just an event, it's an adventure. The Ecamm fam is taking over Amesbury, Massachusetts again, and trust me, you wanna be right there in the middle of the magic. So pack up your essentials, your laptop, your camera, and of course, your energy, and gear up for an unforgettable escapade at Creator Camp 2024. We can't wait to see all your smiling faces back together again. We'll see you at Creator Camp. Let's do this.